You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more. Welcome back to episode 14 of The Collected Podcast. I'm Tia McNelly here with Jess Bianda and Michaela Hooper. This week, we are incredibly blessed to have Scott Volk, who is the founder of Together for Israel. He was an absolute joy to have on our podcast. I was in the room for the, this interview, but I wasn't participating. And I was literally sitting in my seat cheering and pumping my hands yeah, and like, yeah, <laughs> amen, the whole time. I mean, he just came in the room with more energy than I have seen. Yeah. And, and I just came from working with 166 graders. That's a lot of energy. So he had a lot of energy. And let me tell you, he is going to wake you up. Yeah. And just yep. hopefully and encourage you and in- inspire you. Have your phone or something to write with because you're going to want to write something down. Yeah, or definitely. Mark something down because he's full of wisdom and revelation of um, God and just, oh, yeah, so much goodness in store for you as you listen to Scott Volk. Scott, welcome to The Collected Podcast. We are so excited that you're here. Oh, I'm more excited than you are that I'm here. (laughs) Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Oh my gosh, I'm pretty positive. Um, Well, I have have had the pleasure of getting to know you and your family um, over the last, I guess, two years maybe. Um, And right off the bat, I was like, I love just Scott's heart for family and, and Beth your wife, she's yeah. just amazing, amazing woman. So um, would you just tell us a little bit about your background and sure. f- your faith background, your upbringing? Yeah. Um, I'd love for us to start there. So, Well, seriously, great to be on with you ladies and what you're doing, I just think uh, is fabulous. So for me being here, it's an honor. So I'm 53 years old, married for 30 years Woo-hoo. to my wife, yeah. Beth. Woohoo! It's great. <laughs> and we have five children four adult children. And then when my youngest was 14 years old and Beth and I were 44, Beth came to me and said, I think we're pregnant. And I was like, that's not possible. <laughs> but I was wrong. So we have we have five children ranging from 30 to nine. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so, so awesome. I was raised in a Jewish home. My dad from an Orthodox Jewish background, my mom from a conservative Jewish background. We got supernaturally saved in the early 1970s. I went to Bible college and I thought, you know what? After I graduate from Bible college, I'm going to be a salesman and make a million dollars. And I graduated from Bible college and then went to work in a church, which was great. I became a youth pastor and then a pastor. I've served in pastoral ministry Mm -hmm. all the way until 2012. And then then that's really when God arrested me. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a Jewish man married to an Arab woman, Mm -hmm. Israel was something that was not even in my in my brain. I, I, I was raised as a believer in Jesus, not necessarily Jewish or Christian. We were just followers of, of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But something supernaturally happened to me actually in 2005 when I took my first trip to Israel. And I was bringing a group of people from our church 
And I walked into an underprivileged children's center in the city of Tiberias, and we were bearing gifts, Hanukkah gifts. And actually, we're recording this around the Hanukkah season. So it's, it's, it wow. was, it was, it's very, very much in my head what happened. We were handing gifts to these poor kids in an underprivileged children's center, and my eyes filled with water because I was reminded of a scripture that Jesus spoke in the book of Matthew. And he said, in as much as you've done it to the least of these brothers of mine, hmm. you've done it to me. And I looked at these kids and I realized for the first time in my life that these Jewish kids were literally the least of Jesus's brothers and sisters. And I know we're called to clothe the naked and feed the hungry regardless of what background children or adults are. But there's something interesting about Israel that I never realized Mm -hmm. until that moment that Jesus himself was born in a Jewish home. He died king of the Jews. He's coming back as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Sometimes I say Jew, duh, because (laughs) Jesus is, he's Jewish and his disciples were Jewish and he didn't come Mm -hmm. to start a religion called Christianity. He came to fulfill what was written in the scriptures and in the law and the prophets. And so in 2000, Five, I started an organization called Together for Israel to raise money for the poor and needy in Israel, both Arab and Jew. And my life has been transformed wow. since then. And so that's the encapsulated version of my story. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable. And you know what? When, we're, when we know that we're fulfilling God's call on our life, there's nothing that's more satisfying than mm-hmm. that. Whether we're flipping yeah. burgers at a, at a burger joint or whether we're preaching to 10,000 people at a time, the, the real question is, what is the Lord calling us to do? And I know because, because of what I'm doing, I know that I'm in my lane. I know I'm fulfilling God's purpose for my life. And so with that comes a supernatural joy and fulfillment regardless of how much money is in my bank account or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the joy. So when I look at my kids, that's what I want for my kids. Yeah. When I look at the people who I influence, that's what I want for them. Because true and lasting joy comes when we know that when we're fulfilling God's purpose in our life. Mm-hmm. So what is Together for Israel? Yeah. So Together for Israel is a nonprofit organization that was started the week after I got back from Israel after seeing those kids. You did not waste any time. I did not waste any time. I was pastoring a local church here in Charlotte where I live. And in addition to that, I knew that I was supposed to start an organization that would funnel funds to the poor and needy in Israel, both Arab and Jew. And so I just started. I started not thinking that this organization was going to give any more than maybe a few hundred dollars a year. And that if I go to Israel, I was going to be carrying money from people in the United States and just give it out. And little did I know that God had entirely different intentions. And those early years, we were giving hundreds and thousands, and then it turned into tens of thousands, and then it turned into hundreds of thousands. Mm -hmm. And so here we are Mm -hmm. as we're recording. And each year, the amount of money that we've given has doubled. Last year, we gave close to half a million dollars in one year away. And I'm not a rich person. But what Together for Israel is doing is, I believe we're fulfilling God's mandate yeah. of what he calls the church to do. There's, a, there's an incredible verse in Romans chapter 15. And uh, Paul would go and visit churches around the world. When the gospel came through Jesus, it, it was only a Jewish group of people that believed Acts chapter 10, Cornelius comes along and then the gospel goes to the nations. Mm. And now Paul is going to those churches 
And he's collecting money from those churches to bring back to Israel to bless those laboring in Israel. So that's what Together for Israel does. Romans 15, 25 to 27 says this, Macedonia and Achaia, two Christian churches, Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to give an offering to the believers in Jerusalem because they recognize not only do they have a spiritual debt to Israel, Mm -hmm. but they must help them in their material needs as well. So our organization, the heart and the mission of our organization is to bless those who are laboring in the land of Israel, both Arab and Jew. And we have testimony after testimony mm-hmm. of how God has brought people to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I, I could I could tell you hundreds of testimonies of how the Lord's used us, not because we're great, but because we were available. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and God says, Hey, if you're willing, go for it. So that's what Together for mm-hmm. Israel does. And it's it's a remarkable, remarkable opportunity for me to fulfill God's purpose in my life. That's so awesome because Collected, part of our heart is, and part of what we've seen through Collected is saying yes yeah. to something when we don't know what it's going to look like. I love that, Michaela. <laughs> and Right? And yeah. so, and that's really like what the three of us have done um, with Collected. We said yes, and we didn't know what it was going to look like. Come on. And as you were talking, I was just like, wow, like it's so powerful when yeah. we're able to just say yes, like you did a week after you got back. Yeah. And you clearly had no idea. Although I think it's so interesting that you said, I'm going to make a million bucks. (laughs) And here you are, you're maybe not necessarily making a million bucks for yourself, but (laughs) but what is happening is God is giving his provision in ways that you could have never imagined for people that are in great need. I love that. And I'm actually wearing a ring that you can't see because you're listening to this and we're not on video, but on my ring, there's a Hebrew word that says Hineni. And Hineni is a biblical word. It's here am I. And Abraham said Hineni. Moses said Hineni. Isaiah said Hineni. But the thing about Hineni that's really interesting is you say, Lord, here am I without knowing what he's going to say to you next. Right. And that's, you know, it's easy to say yes to something when you know what the result is going to be. But saying yes to God without knowing what he's going to require of us, that's the real sign to me Mm -hmm. of a man and a woman who's given over to the Lord. Abraham said yes to God without knowing that it could cost him his son. Put your son on the altar. But yeah. what really happened was God gave him his son back. Yeah. Every time we say Hineni to God, God says Hineni to us. He says, yeah. here am I. I'll do, I can do this for you. Yeah. And when you say yes to God, we're, we serve a God who wants to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all we can ask or think. <laughs> so your yes to God is a real encouragement to me. And I know that Collected, that's the name of what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Collected is going to have some incredible testimonies yeah. as you guys fulfill God's purposes simply because you said yes. And that's all that the Lord is looking for, mm-hmm. for men and women who'll mm-hmm. say yes to him. So bravo to you. Mm-hmm. And thank you for having me because uh, I'm glad <laughs> I said yes yeah, to you to be here. <laughs> we are too. <laughs> so. What would you say to people out there who might be struggling where they feel like they've said yes or they want to say yes, but they don't know how or they just feel like stuck somewhere? Yeah, I think I think sometimes the Lord allows us to get stuck somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because his That's heart good. is for us to be unstuck. Yeah. And sometimes, um, sometimes when I, I think of Psalm 40, one of my favorite Psalms, there was a guy that was stuck in a pit in Psalm 40 
And the Lord took him out of that stuck position and put a new song in his mouth. Mm. So the key to getting unstuck, I really believe, is crying out to the Lord like Psalm 40 says, I waited patiently Mm. for the Lord and he heard my cry. If we're feeling stuck, the first thing that we need to do is cry out to God. Say, Lord, if I'm here because of anything that I've done outside of what you've wanted me to do, I ask you to forgive me. If I'm here because you want me here, please, I wait patiently for you and I'm waiting for you to pull me out of this stuck position because the end of Psalm 40 or the middle of Psalm 40 is that God puts a new song in in the person who's stuck's mouth. Yeah. I don't know that that made English sense, but if you're stuck, gotcha. God wants to take God wants to take your stuckness yeah. and give you a new song that will cause many to see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. So, if we're stuck, I just say cry out to God. Mm. Repent if we're stuck because we got ourselves in that situation. And if it's because God has us there, just say, Lord, I wait for you Mm. because I want to be a testimony to you because what God wants to do in our lives is he wants to take us from being stuck into singing a new song of praise to God so that many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. And amazingly, sometimes people will come up to me and say, Scott, I can't believe what you're doing. I can't believe what Together for Israel is doing. And when I get to tell them what I'm doing, I feel like it actually encourages them to step out. Mm -hmm. Because look, anybody can step out if we know what's next. But stepping out into what God has us to do and what he wants us to do is going to present something far greater than we could ever ask or or imagine. Mm -hmm. Man, the Bible says man plans his ways, but God directs his steps. And God is just waiting for us to say yes, Mm -hmm. to say Hineni. And although it might sound risky or seem risky, I tell you, there is no greater reward than saying yes to God because the way he answers is mighty and far exceeds anything that we can ask or think. Amen. Scott, you're so great. I'm so great. Oh my gosh, you are. You're so great. You're asking I, all the right questions. It's, you're it's making just, me sound like I know so, what I'm doing. It's so, like, I've heard you speak multiple times, and um, it's just really awesome to hear you talk often just about your heart for the thing that God has put before you because I think ultimately that's how we all want to feel. Yeah. Um, we long to be passionate about something. Yeah. And, Um, If anything, you know, I just believe as people listen to what you share with us today, they're going to be encouraged simply by your passion and your love for what you're doing because we all long for that. Tia McNelly here. You may know that I spent years as a labor and delivery nurse coaching parents through the birth process. I nurtured them through the scary and joyful moments of walking, waiting, and working harder than they'd ever imagined, and then finally watching as the precious thing they'd conceived came to life in the outside world. Though I'm no longer working as a nurse in the hospital, it's my great joy to continue coaching people, but instead of babies, I'm helping people just like you birth their dreams. Do you feel like there's something growing inside of you and you can't quite picture it, but you already love it? Like you might just burst at any moment? Are you both exhilarated and terrified to think of what it would be like to have this thing out of you and in the world? If you know that God is calling you to start working on your dream and you have no idea where to begin, I can help. Let's do something great. Visit tiamcnelly.com coaching to learn more or email hello at tiamcnelly.com to get started today.
I also love that not only are you, you know, are you raising funds, but you're actually taking people yeah. to Israel yeah. um, with the tours. And so tell us like... So listen to this story about saying yes to God. I said yes to God about raising money for the poor and needy in Israel. And listen to what God did for me. Um, so much money was coming into our organization. What we would do is we would bring people to Israel every year. Mm-hmm. We would do one trip a year and we would bring people to Israel a year. And my accountant said, Scott, listen, too much money is coming through the nonprofit for trips to Israel. I think the right thing for you to do is to start a for-profit company wow. in conjunction with your nonprofit. So my nonprofit is called TFI Together for Israel. Out of that, I started an organization called Together for Israel Tours, which brings people to Israel. And it is remarkable what's happening because I actually started that company in January of 2017. (laughs) And since then, I've been getting calls from people, from pastors, from ministries saying, Scott, would you bring our group over to Israel? Mm -hmm. So here I said yes to God. And it was really a step of faith Mm -hmm. because I was pastoring a local church. I had a regular income And I felt like the Lord wanted me to step out in this area by faith. And not only has he provided a way for me to give money to the nation of Israel and to Arab and Jewish believers living in Israel, but he's also provided a supernatural way for me to provide for my family through this LLC. It's a for-profit business. You know, when I was, I was raised in the church, I was raised in community and um, many times my experience was that God always met my needs, but it was never in like supernatural abundance. For instance, if I needed to come up with $1,500 to pay my college bill, typically what happened is $1,500 would come in like at the very last minute, not $15.01, not $1,499.50. It was like God always provided exactly what I needed and the Lord taught me how to live that way by faith. Yeah. But now he's teaching me how to live with abundance. It's actually phenomenal. And Paul in the book of Philippians says, I've learned in whatever state I am Mm, to be content. God taught him how to be full and how to be hungry. He taught him how to live with little and live with a lot. And in this season of my life, for whatever reason, God is really teaching me the opposite of what I've learned and I've learned how to live with little and now he's teaching me how to live with a lot. And I just want to encourage you ladies and all of your listeners that there is abundance in God's house. When we get up to heaven, there's not going to be any needs whatsoever. And sometimes the Lord allows us to have a need because he wants to sh- he wants to show us how supernaturally he provides for us. Mm-hmm. And then there's also times that God wants to pour out exceedingly abundantly beyond all we can ask or think. And I think it's all related to saying yes in the same way that you ladies said yes to God hmm. for collected in the same way that I said yes to God for together for Israel. The Lord is looking for his sons and daughters to say yes. And that doesn't mean that our bank accounts are going to be overflowing. And it doesn't mean that we're going to live in a shack. But what it does mean is that God is going to come through. And I've said that, I feel like I've said this scripture like four times already, but I'll say it again, exceedingly abundantly beyond all we can ask or think. Listen, if we can think about it, if we can, like like if if God said, dream your biggest dreams, what what would you want to do? Your biggest dreams don't, 
compare to what God wants to do because he wants to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all we can ask or think. The Bible says no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive what God has prepared for those who love him. (laughs) So I say, let's say yes to God. I say, let's step out in faith and see Mm -hmm. what God wants to do. And, And I also want to encourage everybody that's listening with this. I have erroneously thought for many, many years that there's a difference between business and ministry, that there's a difference between the sacred and the secular, mm-hmm. that, that, that people put these boxes and names on things. As sons and daughters of God, when we say yes to God, we might be saying yes to starting a multi-million dollar business. We might be saying yes to moving to a hut in Zimbabwe. We might be saying yes without even knowing what comes next. And saying yes is simply saying I'm available. And when we're available, friends, that's, that's following the Lord. I'd rather be flipping burgers in a hamburger joint, if that's what God called me to, than being a pastor in a church, if that's not what God called me to. There's nothing more holy than doing what the Lord has called us to do. And for some of us, it's preaching. For some of us, it's mowing lawns. For some of us, it's working in a jewelry shop. For some of us, it's doing podcasts. I mean, whatever it is, whatever you do, do it heartily unto the Lord and he will bless you. Amen. That's all I know. That's, I, I'm, You've I'm left us speechless. speechless. I've left you speechless. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, great. It's good. It is. And I think that's such a powerful reminder that when you say yes to God, it doesn't mean you have to sell everything and move to that hut in Zimbabwe. Because I think a lot of people fear that if they trust God that way, he's going to make them do something they don't want to do. Yeah, you're right, Jess. And sometimes we get put in positions that aren't ideal. And we do have to do things we don't love doing. But his heart is to to have a step into being rooted in our identities yes, in him. That's mm-hmm. absolutely right. And he knows what he created you for. He knows what makes your heart come alive. Yeah. And so that ministry and business together model means you're in ministry no matter what your business is. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Um, you don't have to be a pastor to be serving right. the Lord. Right. Although maybe you are. Right. Um, so I just, yeah, I love, I love everything you're saying. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. Well, you yeah. guys are great. Yeah, I think... Uh, a long time ago, I used to think that God couldn't use me unless I was in another country, you know, like, and I think that we actually put those boxes so often around, we do, um, what we think God's going to do or what we think is God, you know, it's God moving, but it's that perspective. It's a heavenly perspective that Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just keep thinking like heavenly perspective. That's what you're talking about. It's a, it's a mindset that when we come into an an awareness of who God is and who we are in him, sons Mm -hmm. and daughters, then everything around us starts to change. We start to see differently. We feel differently. We talk differently, everything. And we operate from a different place. And that's from a heavenly place, which is incredible. And you talked about abundance. And I think abundance, we can even put a box around that we think abundance looks a certain way. Maybe it's monetary abundance, you know, like, and we, so we kind of think, oh, well, if I'm making lots of money, then that's abundance, but maybe not. Maybe <laughs> abundance looks totally different than right. making tons of money. But when it's seen from a different perspective, it's going to look like abundance. That's right. And I just think, gosh, like if if we could just operate more from that place. Um, and I think the more we do 
the the freer we are and the yeah. more aware we are, we start to just content, live continually yeah. from that One place. interesting thing that happens when we say yes to God, you know, the Bible talks about God giving us the desires of our heart. Yes. And when I was younger, I used to think the desire of my heart was a Lamborghini, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, 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 or whatever, you know, but... When we say yes to God, actually, our mm-hmm. des- our desires become his desires. Mm-hmm. So saying yes to God, I think, is really, really the key that the Lord wants to speak to those who are listening today, because it's in the saying yes, where the Lord sees our willingness to say yes to him. And then our hearts, if there's anything that's that's going awry or off, God, he's, he straightens us out. He mm-hmm. straightens our paths trust in the Lord. He will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord is saying, yes, God. And then our desires become his and he gives us, he showers on us the desires of our heart. I would, I would say for anybody that's listening, that is really, really struggling in their heart where the Lord is concerned, just to take the challenge that Jess and Michaela and I have even spoken about today. Mm-hmm. Just saying yes. Mm-hmm. Hineni, here am I. Yes, God, whatever you say to me, I will do. And then the greatest scripture out of Isaiah, and I, I'm ashamed that I can't remember exactly where it is. It might be Isaiah 58, but it might be Isaiah something else. <laughs> it says, well, it's, it's the scripture where it talks about fasting. Maybe it's Isaiah 50, 50? I don't know. Yeah. I'm so sorry, everybody. No, it's-, it's somewhere in Isaiah 56. And in 61, <laughs> Isaiah 61, that's what it is. That's what it is. And I'm glad I fumbled because oh I'm not gosh. perfect. Isaiah 61. But here's the deal. It says, you will cry out. This is the fast that I've called for you. And then it talks about the fast. And then God says, you will cry to me and I will say, here am I. It's like, I will say, yes, you say yes to God. God says yes to you. And then the end is glorious, Mm. absolutely and completely glorious. Thank you so much for sharing your heart with us and with our listeners. And I think the big takeaway here is to say yes to God. (laughs) (laughs) I do have one um, quick question for you, Scott, before we close. Um, I know you, you talked about just, you know, just saying yes, doing it. Um, But what is something practical that you've done throughout your life that like just in your saying yes to things and like what's one practical thing that you could give to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I'll gladly do that. By the way, the scripture that I was talking about is Isaiah 58 verses six through nine. Isaiah 58 verses six through nine. As far as saying yes to God, I think um, for me, one of the most difficult things that I've ever said yes to the Lord for was when I was safe and secure working at a church in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm sorry, Scottsdale, Arizona. And it was a very, very safe place to be. And I was invited to move to Pensacola, Florida, all the way across the country. It would have been the first time that I was apart from my parents and my siblings. We had we had children. I was married. I had, uh, at that time, four kids. I was pulling my kids away from their cousins who were also the same age. But I felt like the invitation was from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the most difficult, heart-wrenching things that I've ever done in my life. But I knew that God was calling me to do that. Interestingly and amazingly, although I was separated from my family, fast forward 15 years when my family moves 
to Charlotte, North Carolina, my brother and my sister from Arizona moved into the same subdivision that we live in and our kids end up spending their teenage years mm-hmm. together. So in the natural, that looked like a, a, uh, a sacrifice, a sacrificial thing that I was doing. But because I moved, the Lord changed everything in my life. Mm-hmm. He healed my heart from bitterness and unforgiveness, which is another story, maybe for another podcast sometime. Yeah. But my yes to God wow. cost me a lot in the natural as far as uh, closeness with my family, physical closeness. But what the Lord gave me in return was far greater than mm-hmm. I could have ever asked or imagined. And then he returned to me. We actually, my so kids now live with their cousins in the same subdivision yeah. during their upper teenage years. So that's one practical thing mm-hmm. that I've done that I can really say, I said yes to God and God answered mm-hmm. supernaturally and, and really did exceedingly abundantly beyond all I could ask or think. And that's a great reminder that we never know the full story. We don't. Like God knew he was going to restore your family to you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He sees the big picture. He does. And it's such a joy, such Mm -hmm. a joy. We we don't realize what our yes does to us. The thing that we fear the most maybe is the thing that's going to bring us the most uh, fulfillment in our life. Wow, (sighs) Scott, thank you. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. This was wonderful. And um, I pray great blessings on all that you ladies are doing. I'm really, really excited to hear the testimonies that will come, not from this podcast, but from all that you're doing collectively. Mm -hmm. And it's it's collected. And I can't wait to share with all of my friends what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Holy cow, do you guys see? Oh, what an incredible, what? So good. (laughs) Are we recording? I don't know. Let's go with it. Okay. We are. Oh, man. As you can see, we are just really pumped up about what just happened with Scott and how excited he is and his energy. You can just feed off of it. Yeah. And the thing that, well, so he kept, he said, I don't know if he actually said this during the interview, but at one point he said, that he um, has the line of both Abraham and Ishmael and his kids mm-hmm. because his wife is Arab. And so to be working in the Middle East right now um, with sort of like Christian roots and Muslim roots. Isaac and Ishmael. Yeah, yeah Isaac, Isaac yeah, and Ishmael. Yeah. What did I say? Abraham. Abraham. Oh, that's what I meant. Isaac, sorry. Yes, holy cow. That was just so eye-opening to me to think about the, that that kind of like unity and bringing back to the two bloodlines together. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. That was just incredibly impactful to me to yeah. hear. And then when he talked about... Sorry, I have a lot of comments because I was just listening. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Go so when it. he talked about... Um, uh, business and ministry. Mm. You guys, that is something that we at Collected have have really wrestled with. And, and we've struggled to explain to people that we are a business-shaped ministry. We exist to obey the Holy Spirit, but we also feel free and empowered and charged with earning a living. And that is an interesting tension today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's becoming more and more accepted. Yeah. Um, and then to also be in this place of like, we're still in the beginning, you know, and mm-hmm. it costs money to be at home and and 
create content all day and to have a podcast and to host a website and all of these things. And so we would love it if you would partner with us. If you value what Collected is doing, please visit collectedworkshops.com forward slash donate and contribute to the work while we're getting started because you will be pouring into something and helping build something that we know is having a ripple effect. When I was listening to Scott talk about over and over and over again, charging everyone to say yes to God, just say yes to God and the favor that is on the people who say yes to what God Mm -hmm. is charging them with. I just imagined like I could almost visualize this ripple effect of all of these people giving God their yes. And then the impact and the ministry and the influence that would come out of that for for generations Mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. I love that he kept mentioning mentioning the exceedingly abundantly more um, of what God will do. And I, (laughs) I wrote it down one time and then I was like, oh, like he can, he said it multiple times. Oh yeah. Um, just about living from that place mm-hmm. and how exciting it is when we like when we say yes, that's what happens. The yep. exceedingly abundantly more of God. Yep. Operating in our lives, and it's truly. I mean, his life and his family and everything. Like they're just they're walking that out, and what a blessing it was for us to have him here. Totally. And so who wants to go to Israel? Um, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Together for Israel Tours, guys. The link is definitely in the show notes and on the website. Check that out. And I wanted to leave you with one final thought from Scott. In the beginning of the interview, he said, the Lord doesn't use us because we're great. He uses us because we're available. So give God your Hanani this week, and we will be back next Thursday. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would spread the word. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. You can also find Tia at Tia McNelly Notes and Jess at Spreza Foundry. Check back for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday.